Certainly an exciting day for the Edmonton Oilers to acquire Duncan Keith. Just felt like uh, the Edmonton Oilers right now. It was a, it was a good fit, a great fit. Excited to uh, to start this this new chapter of my career and try to win a cup in Edmonton. It's always been uh, my goal to, to be able to stay in Edmonton, and it's just what I've wanted. I've loved my time in Edmonton so far. The team is uh, progressing uh, the way we want it to, and I want to be a part of that. And uh, obviously, the biggest reason I want to stay is uh, I want to win at Edmonton. Here's McDavid all the way, scores! Welcome to the Locked On Oilers podcast for this Wednesday, November 3rd. How you doing out there? Out there, It's game day as the Edmonton Oilers get set to take on the Nashville Predators down at Rogers Place. A little bit of a weird start time. 6.30 uh, puck drop here from uh, the good old city of champions. Yeah, and today on the pod, give you some lineups, uh, some stats as well. Also here... Some clips from Paul Skirbina from the Tennessean as he joined the Lowdown Show earlier today. And uh, we'll just get a better idea of the National Predators, a team we haven't seen here in a while, uh, obvious, for obvious reasons. But it should be a fun one. They were in Calgary last night. They picked up a 3-2 overtime win. And they were loose, man. Like, uh, watching that game, Calgary should have put that game away in the first period. But they just they couldn't uh, find... Uh, they didn't have the finish. Sorrows made some good saves. So uh, I'm expecting them to tighten it up uh uh, tonight against the Edmonton Oilers, but that was a, a was a very loose game. So we'll hear some clips from Paul Skurbina just to get a better idea of what the Predators are going to bring tonight. And in the third setting, we'll get to some predictions. We'll get to some news from around the NHL. And we'll also uh, hear from Dave Tippett as he met with the Edmonton media uh, today. But let's get to it. The Oilers 7-1 and one on the season. The Predators 5-4. and four. Like I said, they picked up a big win. And this is, I mean, it should work to the advantage of the Oilers. They played last night. Same thing happened with Seattle, and the Oilers weren't very good. And I just think they were. They just have more talented players, and they were able to get that win on Monday night. But the Oilers are going to have to be better tonight. So what's one thing you want to see the Oilers improve on? I mean, yes, they're 7-1, and one, but uh, there's still some, some things to clean up in their game. So I'm asking you, what, what would you like to see tonight that they can improve on so it's not such a, a messy game like it was on, on Monday? And uh, they get this team on the back-to-back again so uh the order's got to take advantage of this and hopefully they can pick up their eighth win of the season the lines today hyman with mcdavid and puliarvi rnh who has 11 assists with dry saddle and yamamoto he's still looking for that first goal that is uh, the nuge obviously but still playing good hockey and, and producing i mean he's he's the setup man it seems <laughs> so uh we'll see if he can get his first ryan um derek ryan sorry with warren fogel and zach cassian and brandon perlini draws back in for tyler benson he'll be with devin shore and kyle turris i kind of alluded to this yesterday or monday just saying i mean i get what benson's trying to do out there it's just not working out right now no perlini's got to be better and he's got to show up and, and kind of do the things i know preseason hockey is a lot different but he's got to be better in that aspect as well so we'll see if perlini can can bring some jump maybe some physicality maybe hell chip in with a goal or or two tonight. So Perlini back in the lineup defensively. Nurse with Bouchard. Keith with CeCe. And Chris Russell draws in for his third game of the season. He'll be paired with Tyson Berry. Dave Tippett, uh, well, we will hear from him. But he did uh, allude to the fact that um, Mike Smith will not go tonight. He will um, 
just take a, some extra days here, but he is getting very, very, very close. So he will not play tonight, and uh, he's hoping he can be an option for Friday. So it's probably going to be Mikko Koskinen. I would be absolutely floored. Floored, I tell you, if Stuart Skinner gets a start tonight. <laughs> so expect Mikko Koskinen, who's been, ugh, I mean, he's been really good this season. I think the coach said uh one of his pressers he wants to prove people wrong and hell he's doing that. He definitely is. He's five and one on the season. He's got a two point two one goals against and a nine three three save percentage. So I expect Nico to go tonight. I don't expect to see Stuart Skinner, but Mike Smith is close closing in on that return. This is how Nashville uh lined up last night in Calgary. No lines coming from the uh, their media on the socials. As uh, they, well, they played last night, so that's probably why. But uh, I'll, I'll I'll give you the lines from yesterday. This is probably what we might see tonight as well. So uh, it's uh, Tolvanen with Ryan Johansson and Luke um, Cunning, uh, Forsberg with Granlin and Duchesne. Duchesne had the OT winner. Trennan with Sissons and Janot, and then Cousins with Novak and Tomasino. Uh, Yossi with Fabro is your first pairing. Ekholm with Carrier will be your second pairing, and then Borowicki with former Edmonton Oiler, Mister Matthew Benning. That's what we saw last night. Take it with a grain of salt. There might be one or two changes to this lineup. If not, this is what we'll probably see. UC Soros did go last night, so we might see what's his name here. Oh, uh, Connor Ingram, uh, and, and we're still waiting to hear Dave, Dave, what's the status on David Riddich. Of course, a former Calgary Flame. Uh, remember the good old stick flip? <laughs> Things have come kind of down after that. So uh, we'll see what the goaltending, uh, it's either going to be Ingram or, and again, we'll hear from Paul Scorbina from the Tennessee and on this, on the, who's going to start between the pipes for the National Predators. Uh, highly unlikely we see UC Soros, but you never know. Uh, special teams, Edmonton, obviously first on the power play at 46.2%. Third on the PK at 91.3. Nashville is at 25% on the power play. That's ninth best. And 20th on the PK, 78.8. So they probably don't want to take penalties against this Edmonton Oilers team. But that's all I have to report uh, from the morning skate. Perlini in, Chris Russell in. Uh, no confirmation on the goaltender, but uh, it's more than likely. 99% sure it's going to be Miko Koskinen. And then the national lineup will wait and see on warm-ups who's in, who's out, and who's going to start in net. But I did give you the lines from last night. Um, it's a good possibility that's what we're going to see going forward. All right, guys, coming up next, we'll get to Paul Skrbina from the Tennessee. We'll hear some clips and get a better idea uh, of this Nashville Predators team. This is the Locked On Orders podcast with Hernan Salas. It's the sound of another sale on Shopify, the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. Shopify gives you the resources once reserved for big business. No upstart startups and established businesses alike can sell everywhere, synchronize online and in-person sales, and effortlessly stay informed. Scaling your business is a journey of endless possibility, and Shopify helps you make your dreams come true. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NHL, all lowercase for a free 14-day trial and get full access to Shopify's entire suite of features. Grow your business with Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash locked on NHL right now. Shopify.com slash locked on NHL. This episode is brought to you by Built Bar. It's the perfect time for Built Bars. Built Bar is the new holiday dessert. One slice of pie has upwards of 300 calories and that's on the low end. Most Built Bars are only 130 calories and only 4 grams of sugar with plenty of protein. Replace a coconut cream pie with a coconut Built Bar or go for a raspberry Built Bar instead of the raspberry pie. Lots of good flavors to replace any pie. Low calorie, low carb, low fat, high in protein. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15 
15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Back here on the Locked On Oilers podcast, I'm your host, Hernan Salas. It is game day. Well, the Edmonton Oilers continue on their great start and move to 8-1. and one. Nashville's always a, a feisty team, so uh, we'll see what kind of game we get down at the, the good old Rogers place. Paul Scribina did join the lowdown, so uh, shout out to TSN Toll 60 and the lowdown show for these clips and uh, as he covers the team and uh, let's get to know them a bit. So last night, uh, Nashville was very loose. Like I was talking about that first period. Like uh, Calgary should have put that game away there, but let's start off with Paul Scribina and uh, we asked him, uh, what was last night? Was last night's loose game a one-off for this team? Well, that was kind of a – it's one of those games, you know, that – well, first of all, the last time – I think the last time the Predators uh, saw Edmonton, I, I believe I was up there and it was 35 Fahrenheit below zero, um, <laughs> if I remember correctly. But, um, no, the, you know, the Predators are – they it, there's a lot of the same faces, right, but they lost uh, some, some, some of their core. You know, Ellis is gone and Arvison is gone. And this is a team that's going to have to play defense and win two to one, three to two, four to three games, uh, relying on goaltending. Last night was kind of an aberration because they actually were thoroughly outplayed in the first period, and still is one of those games where maybe they didn't deserve to win, uh, but but they were able to win. And then you know they've had several games, especially at the beginning of the season. Well, it was the beginning of the season, but very beginning of the season where they probably deserved a better fate and didn't get it. So. You know, that's just kind of how it goes, kind of all evens out. But, yeah, last night was not pretty. But, um, I mean, shoot, we'll take it. Their fourth win in a row. Nashville's never really had a uh, that elite that elite goal scorer. They brought in older players that were elite at times, uh, Paul Correa, Peter Forsberg. But never, never really had that, that elite, elite goal scorer. And, um, but this year looks like uh, so far so good. They're getting some contributions from a lot of different guys. So uh, here's Paul Skrbeck. Skirbina on if the Preds have improved offensively. Well, I mean, historically they've never had great offensive offensive players, at least putting up you know great great numbers. Um, you know, I, I think it's it's always going to have to be a balanced attack for them. But but you're right. One one guy you didn't mention was Tanner Janot, who's um, probably become my favorite predator to watch. He's 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 offensively skilled. He's you know that you expect what you expect out of the Forsbergs and those guys. And, and look, I said it before the season began. I said it before last season began, Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne are making top-line money and haven't been producing like top-line players. And the Predators lost a few top-line players this offseason, and I said, you know, I, I didn't expect them to make any big moves, but I've, I've contended that if Ryan Johansson and Matt Duchesne can play even close to their contracts, it's like signing two free agents or getting two, two new players because they haven't been themselves the last few seasons. So far this year, <clears throat> you know, they need Duchesne and Johansson to play like that in order for them to just keep their heads above water. One interesting player is Tanner. You know, uh, he's uh, wears number eighty-four. He'll be on the third line today with Sissons and Trennan. Got a little bit of jam to his game. He's got a little bit of production to his game. So here's Paul Skarbina on Tanner. You know, he he is you know, he, that aspect he brings, which the Predators desperately need. But he also he brings the physicality. Look, you know, fighting the NHL has kind of gone the way of the dinosaur, and and, and I don't I don't condone it, but. You do need guys on your team who, you know, don't let other teams push you around. And he's a guy who, you know, physically imposing, always finishes his checks, always, you know, kind of doing the right thing. I mean, he's penalty prone, you know, which I think, you know, that's kind of comes with the territory with a player like that. But, you know, it was interesting. They protected him in the expansion draft over some other players, including Yarncrock and, you know, obviously Johansson and Duchesne. They were hoping somebody, they were hoping Seattle would take those contracts. But, 
you know, that was never really going to happen. But that was a little bit of an eye-opener that they protected him. They had seen something in him that maybe, you know, wasn't apparent to everybody else. And I think so far he's proven that. He's, he's uh, you know, like I said, he's, he's not afraid. You know, he goes and does those things that a lot of guys don't want to do. It's the question we're all waiting to hear is, uh, uh, well, the answer we're waiting is, who, what's going to happen between the pipes today for the National Predators? UC Soros went last night. So we asked Paul, any word on who's getting the start in gold tonight? I, you know, I haven't heard yet if, if, if David Riddick has come off of the COVID list yet. I would assume if he has, it may be him, but he's been practicing with the team and traveling with them. So um, if not, it'll either be him or Connor Ingram, I would imagine. I wouldn't imagine Saros would go tonight. And this news came down today as uh, Pecorini will have his number retired in February of 2022. Of course, he was uh, just an outstanding goalie for that organization. So uh, just what does Pecorini mean to this organization and the fans? I, I mean, you know, it was funny. I, I had a conversation with him <clears throat> right after the quarantine started last year. And, um, you know, we were talking about some personal things and he, he didn't want to get off the phone with me. And I've seen this man, you know, um, he's a, you know, he's a human being like everybody else. But I think he means a lot more to the community than people realize you know, a lot of the work that he does, it's not just, you know, they're not, they aren't just photo ops. I mean, he, he, he goes and invest, he, he would go and invest the time and, and, and the energy and really give back to the, to the community. I think that the King Clancy award that he won after last season probably means more to him than the Vezina that he won because, you know, you see on the ice, you know, that that's obvious what he's meant to the franchise, but what he's meant to a city that really didn't start embracing hockey until seven or eight years ago, um, and, and he's a big part of the reason why. Right, that was Paul Skrbina from the Tennessean as he joined the, the Lowdown show today to talk Nashville Predators. You can find him on Twitter, at Paul Skrbina. Should be an interesting uh, game down at Rogers Place. We'll see We'll see what kind of effort the Oilers bring in. I mean, they've, they haven't had a, like a truly bad effort. They've been a little loose at times, a little off like they were against Seattle, but still found, found a way. But they got to sharpen it up a bit here, and they're getting a team on the second of back-to-backs for the second time in a row. So got to take advantage of that, and, and, and hopefully the Oilers can find their eighth win of the season season and it's interesting because Hamilton used to struggle with Nashville quite a bit I mean there was a stretch here where they lost like whew, almost over 10 games straight to the Nashville Predators but in the last five the Oilers have taken four of those and and the only loss came on came on a shootout so that's uh, it's good news for the Edmonton fans the uh, last time they did play was March 2nd 2020 what a different time eh holy smokes and they won eight Two three, so Edmonton definitely uh, flipping the script a bit here as Nashville owned the Oilers for a while there, but uh, they've won four of their last five games against this team, and it's gonna always fun to see the American teams back at Rogers Place. Coming up next, we'll get to Dave Tippett. We'll get to some news from around the NHL, and we'll get to some predictions. I'm Hernan Salas, and this is the Locked On Oilers podcast. We're back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season, and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use our promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Back here on the Locked On Orders podcast, just ahead of the head coach of the Edmonton Orders, Dave Tippett, as he discussed the goalies, the, his power play, puck retrieval on the power play, and uh, his thoughts just on the Preds, a team they haven't seen in a while, but 
with the film work and all that. Uh, just uh, his thoughts on the opponent and tonight. And I was bringing up that the Oilers have won four of five of the last five meetings between these two teams. But before that, before this five games, uh, the last five games, the Edmonton Oilers lost 13 straight to the Nashville Predators. Two of those, uh, one was in a shootout, one was in OT, but 11 losses in... Uh, regulation. Truly unbelievable. That was quite dominant. I didn't know it was that bad. I knew they struggled with Nashville, especially at home, uh, but uh, yeah, that was a, a rough stretch, but like I said, they've taken four or five, so that bodes well for the Edmonton Oilers tonight. Uh, well, let's get to the head coach. Uh, here is Dave Tippett as he met with the media earlier today. Dave, maybe I'll just check in on the goalies and see where uh, where Mike Smith is at and, and what your plan is. He's skating right now. He's not going to play tonight, but he's real close. We're still in the day-to-day mode, but just felt like he uh, felt like he wanted another practice or a couple more practices, and he uh, hopefully we're hoping he's going to be an option for Friday. Of all of the elements that your power, um, can you something maybe beyond the obvious skill that gives them the success that they that they have? Really good players, and they you know they've got a plan in place, but they they're. You, they make stuff happen that you can't draw on paper, right? There's there's an element to an element. Just they played together a while. They understand each other. They know each of them have you know the their little nuances on it. Nuge is a great passer. Davo can make something out of nothing. Leo can pass or shoot. Uh, Tyson Berry's done a nice job on on controlling the blue line and. Uh, now we've got both Hyman and Hyman and uh, Jesse uh, in front that do a lot of work down there. So we have a lot of good elements of it, but ultimately it comes down that we've got some good players on it. I just wondered, too, about the puck retrieval. Like, you've got all these yeah. good players, but they just seem to have the puck the entire time, and how much of that is about the will to retrieve it? There's two two parts of it, the the puck retrieval and the ability to keep it, not, not just take shots that are... Uh, end up in turnovers, but the other part of it is too is is we do a pretty good job on our breakout that allows you to get in pretty successful a lot of the time. So you end up spending a lot of time in there. But they're uh, they're smart players that they don't give the puck away when they don't have to and they realize if they can recover a rebound after a shot or a loose puck, they don't have to skate all the way down to the other end and bring it up again. So smart and skill. <laughs> Good combination. This was a uh, team in the past that was kind of built on defense and uh, goaltending, defensive structure. How different is it now? And I realize the focus is on your team in terms of game prep. But you haven't seen this team for, you know, almost two seasons. Yeah. So just a, just a thought on what you're up against tonight with Nashville. We just talked about it a little bit and just went through their lineup. And it's... Uh when you haven't seen players, I mean, you know the names, but you haven't seen players. They've got some young players on their team that are good players. So we went through their whole team, understand how they play and, and where they are. But that being said, we, you know, we, we won uh, Monday night, which is always good to win, but there's some areas of our game that I think can really be better. So we're really focusing on making sure we're ready to start the game. They, they're a team that played last night, but if you play loose, they're going to bite you. They got some skill, so we'll uh, hopefully play accordingly. 
That was Dave Tippett, your head coach of the Edmonton Oilers. Let's get to some news from around the NHL. Uh, more bad news for the Penguins, man. Holy smoke. Sidney Crosby and defenseman Brian Dumoulin, they've, uh, they have entered COVID-19 protocol. Both have tested positive. Uh, I know Dumoulin, the reporting is asymptomatic. Sidney Crosby has uh, mild, mild symptoms. So some tough uh, news there for the Pens. Like I mentioned earlier, the Predators to retire Rainey's number 35. The Arizona Coyotes, they're still looking for that first win. Uh, they'll be without Connor Timmons. Uh, he's done for the season with a knee injury. That it's tough news for them. He's a, he's a good quality uh, player there. So, uh, yeah, I mean... You got to feel for that. Or, well, I don't think you should feel for them. I mean, they kind of, that's what they did in the offseason. And we all knew they were going to be, they were going to stink to join out on most nights. But yeah, still looking for that first win. And we're into November. P.K. Subban to uh, have a hearing for his trip on Trevor Zegras. Uh, that happened on Tuesday night, obviously, as they lost 4 nothing to the uh, good old Anaheim Ducks. And the New York Rangers situation with... Uh, their uh, prospect, Vitali Krapstov, uh, he has been loaned to the KHL. I'm not even going to try to uh, say that name, but the, the first part of the team's name is Tractor, so I'll say that. So Krapstov off to the KHL. It seems like that's going to settle that for now, but he did not want to report to the, NA, to the NHL. No, to the AHL. Sorry about that. And, yeah, so we'll see what happens. There are games tonight. Late night, Chicago's home to the Carolina Hurricanes. Columbus is on the road to take on the Colorado Avalanche, who are without Mikko Rantanen and Kale McCarr. I mean, those guys, especially Mikko Rantanen, last couple of years, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. So that's getting concerning for sure. And the LA Kings uh, will welcome in the St. Louis Blues, who are also off to a very, very uh, hot start. And Duran, who, um, scary injury as he took a puck to the head uh, last night, uh, reports out of Montreal that's not to believe, not believed to have a concussion and he'll remain day to day. Predictions for tonight? I do think the Edmonton Oilers win. I think they weren't happy with their game on Monday, even though they won. Dave Tippett only said six players that he liked in that game. So I think they're going to come up with a much, much better effort. I still think it's going to be a close game. Nashville's always feisty, especially against you. So I'm going to go with the Edmonton Oilers to win this one. 43. And uh, does Nuge get off the schneid today? No, I'm not going to go with Nuge for my first goal of the game. My first goal of the game is going to go to Derek Ryan. I think he gets back on the board. He scored in the first game, I think. He has a goal, but uh, it's been a while since then. So I'm going to take the third-line center right now, Derek Ryan, to score the first goal for the Edmonton Oilers, and I'm taking the Oilers to win 4-3, and they'll move to 8-1. and one. What say you? Let me know on Twitter, at HernanTheMan, and at LockedOnOilers. Lineup notes for you. Only difference uh, for tonight, Perlini in for Benson on that fourth line. Everything else remains the same up front. Defensively, Russell in for Kuko, so he'll play with Barry, and uh, we're all assuming it's going to be Miko Koskin in between the pipes, and we'll find out uh, during the warm-ups uh, what, Nash will throw out there and who will start for them uh, in net. So it should be a fun one. Remember, 6.30 puck drop uh, from good old Rogers Place. If you're going to the game, be safe. Be... uh just be an overall good person and enjoy yourself. You're watching at home, having a few brewskis, a few appies. Uh, also enjoy the game. So let's wrap this one up for the Locked On Orders podcast. And my producer, Juanito, I am Hernan the Man, talking Los Petroleros. Enjoy the game tonight. Go Oilers, go. We'll chat tomorrow.